0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. At the moment, if you guys were watching on video, although nothing is recording video but in a hypothetical world if you were you'd see my big fat cat milo trying to get some attention from me right now i literally recorded like started recording this podcast got two minutes in and he wouldn't stop yapping outside of my door so i let him in and now he just wants some hugs and kisses but mommy's working uh So if you hear that in the background, that's why. I'm also set up beautifully. Recently, I purchased a heating pad, like a, yeah, I think a heating pad's the right word for that. And I've just constantly been turning it on and setting it up on my bed and laying down on it. And it's the coziest, best thing in the world. And I'm so happy that I got it. Even though like in my head, I knew it was one of those purchases that's like, Hey, it's just the fact that I see it there on Amazon and that I want it it like doesn't have to do with a need and I'm trying to be more conscious of my purchasing and only buying things that I actually need and not just want but this one I, I don't know what happened I think I like convinced myself it was a need at that point it turned out to be such a great I've literally only had it for three days and it's been such a great purchase oh my god do you guys hear this the purring come here come here Milo. Oh, that was the best noise in the world. I'm so happy you guys got to hear that. Anywho's, so today we're going to be talking a little bit about insecurities, confidence, self-love, the way that all of these topics intertwine, I think is something important to talk about, and also just the element of insecurities and... How they intertwine with relationships for the most part. Before I get into it, don't forget to go and follow the Instagram. It's at Between You and Me Podcast. I'd really appreciate you guys to go over there and follow. It would just be nice because I'm I'm losing followers over there, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, who actually, you know what? It's fine. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm okay with it. But it would be super dope for the listeners to go over and uh follow that podcast account because I just work on making it so cutesy so it's like why would you not want a like nice little cutesy quote to see on the daily anyways excuse Milo's noises if you do hear him he's just being a big cuddly boy right now and he's completely laying on one of my arms which is gonna make this a little difficult but insecurities the reason why I felt like I wanted to talk about this one of the biggest reasons being I really like to talk about experiences that I've been in myself and for the most part when I feel like I've kind of crossed the bridge and or found ways around it or healed certain parts of myself or like at least got my foot in the door of healing then I like to talk about it because there's nothing better than giving advice based on pure experience and there was a point multiple points actually in my life where i have felt extremely insecure and i lacked so much self-confidence i lacked self-esteem i lacked any form of self-love and it was extremely hard for me at that time to be aware of my role that i played in my own suffering and it's important to note that i'm not saying anybody and everyone who has felt insecure has done it to themselves. But I do want to point out that there are reasons that we do feel this way. And in order to change any of that or heal it, you need to know why you feel the way that you do. For the most part, I genuinely have experienced the heightened insecurities and insecurities that I've noticed a lot more when I've been in relationships versus single, and that's not to say that your insecurities are not as prominent or noticeable or anything. If you're single, I think that these insecurities that show up in a relationship are a little deeper and a little, um, a little different because. When you're single, you're not exposed to having to trust someone in a very intimate way, having to feel safe around them and having to communicate and all of the above because you are simply just reliant on yourself. So in terms of self-consciousness or insecurities, when you're in a relationship, which is what I'm going to be talking about mostly, insecurities can be defined as you being unsure not confident in yourself or your relationship. It's this idea that you have these limiting beliefs that for the most part, if you're anything like me, can cause you to be very anxious and these kinds of beliefs that you might have that maybe you're not even aware of at the moment but that are stuck somewhere in your subconscious can be things like you don't believe that you're worthy of love or you're afraid of a relationship failing or you don't believe you can trust anybody to that type of extent. So these core beliefs lead you to have certain emotions, have certain thoughts, and these thoughts and emotions create that insecurity. And then the insecurity can create different actions. It can cause you to decide different things in your relationship. It can make you lash out we're gonna get into all those examples later on but for the most part it all stems from that core belief and this is like a concept kind of that I've talked about in a bunch of different um, episodes where specifically the one I talked about it was the negative thinking patterns which actually has a lot to do with this because it is a form of a negative thinking pattern but the way that insecurity can affect you can be extremely painful and I feel you guys if you're sitting here and you're like I've been non-stop insecure for like so and so amount of time and I don't know what to do about it because I myself have felt that exact same way and then I went on Spotify and I looked up you know insecurities da 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 and I listened to an episode. It's interesting to sit back in my position now and have a bigger lens And a wider view on things like insecurity, especially because I've actually gone to therapy about it. And this is not my first time or my first relationship where I've experienced it. So it has a little bit less to do with the situation you're in sometimes, okay? And we're gonna touch on this later and a lot to do with your past. A lot of the times insecurities and these beliefs that create these insecurities stem from your past and that can be parental trauma, um, previous relationship trauma, and that can lead you to having an insecure attachment style. I'm gonna quickly mention these attachment styles just so you guys can get an idea and like see like, oh, I kind of have more characteristics for this attachment style or this attachment style or whatever. Um, and sorry if you guys already know this, but the anxious attachment style is what I have myself and I might be a little flip flopper. I might have some like attributes that are similar to avoidant or disorganized attachment style as well, but for the most part, I think my default is anxious attachment. And when it comes to insecurities with anxious attachment, they usually have to do with seeking constant reassurance from your partner, having intense fears of being abandoned, being overly clingy, overanalyzing their partner's actions and words and looking for signs of rejection or feeling threatened by their partner's interaction with others. And I also want to say that some of these might sound very dramatic or not dramatic, but like intense i think is a better word but it could be like you might not be all the way leaning all the way on the anxious spectrum right you might be like somewhere closer to a secure attachment which is the ideal secure attachment um and there's like a range right so like you don't have to be all of these points to be one attachment style An avoidant attachment would be withdrawing from your partner, both emotionally and physically, avoiding emotional intimacy, struggling to share your true feelings and thoughts with your partner, minimizing the importance of relationships, and avoiding long-term commitments. A disorganized attachment style could be hot and cold behavior, which means alternating between wanting closeness and pushing your partner away. Desiring emotional intimacy, but also fearing it. Having difficulty trusting their partner's intentions. Being quick to be angry or defensive. And having unpredictable and intense emotional responses. Okay? So, all of these attachment styles are examples of insecure attachments. And you having these insecurities, right, in love... Is directly related to what attachment style you have and how those insecurities will be portrayed in your relationship so not everybody is going to show their insecurities in the same way and i feel like the most common and noticeable forms of an insecure person or a person who's insecure in a relationship would be jealousy seeking attention arguing constantly and worrying and sometimes those attributes only really relate to an anxious attachment. So anxious attachment people can be seen as extremely insecure when in another case of being avoidant or disorganized in your attachment style, this is insecurity as well. Although people don't always see it as that and they'll see it as like people just pushing you away or somebody being very angry easily or getting defensive easily. These all have to do with how our insecurities show up in our relationships and sometimes we don't really notice it. Whether you're the person with that insecure attachment style or you're the partner and you're not able to really recognize that, hey, like that, this is actually them showing that they're insecure and not them feeling you know, defensive about a random topic that it might be. This insecurity that we can sometimes feel in relationships, I think can be very directed towards confidence and the confidence that you have in yourself and the confidence that you have in your relationship. Sometimes we may feel inadequate or undeserving of love. So you close yourself off because you feel like you don't deserve whatever you're getting in your relationship. And sometimes we don't have the confidence in our relationship in general, which is coming from these beliefs of, hey, I can't trust anyone or, you know, I don't trust relationships are worth it, whatever it might be. So you start to project those feelings onto your partner and inevitably you kind of subconsciously or indirectly sabotage your relationship. Because at least in my experience when it came to insecurities, I think that I didn't even notice when I was projecting my insecurities onto my partner. And it just came so naturally. Like it was such a quick gut instinct to say, like, ask a question or show that I didn't trust somebody in this area or whatever it might be, right? So it's like you almost don't even notice how your wounds, your attachment wounds are showing with the little actions that you do. And for the most part, you feeling insecure and not knowing how to portray it because it's coming out in ways of you, you know, showing your attachment style, which like for me, if it's an anxious attachment style, it'd be constantly wanting reassurance or having really big fears of that person leaving you or feeling threatened by your partner being around other people, other girls, whatever it is, even if they're not doing anything, right? Like things like that would like instantly create some kind of negative emotion inside of me and be like, holy shit, it would almost be like an alarm was ringing and you're like, okay, I need to do something now, right? So, there's things that we do that sabotage our relationships because we don't know the right way to go about working with our insecurities and working with our attachment styles. I think one of the biggest ways that insecurities show up in relationships is a lack of trust and whether you have had trust broken in your relationship, okay, or you've had trust broken outside of your relationship, or (laughs) you haven't had trust broken at all, you can still experience all of these things to varying degrees. And when it comes to this, it's important to think about what you're responsible for in terms of trust and what your partner's responsible for in terms of trust. But some examples of how a lack of trust can show up in a relationship would be you having suspicions based on nothing but emotion, you regularly accusing your partner, telling them like, oh my God, I think I saw something pop on your phone or I think this and da-da-da or that da 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 constantly checking in on them or asking them questions about where they've been what they've been doing who they're with I mean some of these are like normal questions to ask but they're also just normal for your partner to want to share that with you so if you're like they didn't even get a chance to speak and you're like who are you with what are you doing where have you been you know not feeling safe without them when they're not around you kind of have this feeling of like holy shit I don't know what they're doing I don't trust it I don't like it I need to like stay in contact with them 24 7 and of course the constant need for reassurance so now that we know all of this and we're a little bit more aware of okay where do our insecurities come from what do they mean and how do they affect us which is what we've gotten now it's time to kind of evaluate when is it you and when is it your partner's responsibility to work on these insecurities because insecurities are such a sticky subject to talk about when it comes to relationships because there are plenty of ways your partner can be contributing to these insecurities or even have created these insecurities and now you're feeling like this is something that you need to deal with on your own and figure out on your own and heal on your own when this is a wound that somebody else gave to you. And then there are situations where, like I said, you've had your trust broken in the past, not by this partner, let's say, and or you've had abandonment issues, there's a plethora of things, you know, you're one of these insecure attachment styles, and your partner is treating you correct yet you still have these insecurities there's a fine line between that so if you're in the position where you're like i don't know like i'm not sure if this is my partner's fault if i have to keep you know asking for reassurance keep making sure they're acting right making sure i'm checking their phone etc etc Or I need to start letting go and trusting them and working on healing this lack of trust that I have in the relationship and these insecurities that I may have in myself. You need to kind of take a second and be reflective and consider things like what are your boundaries and does your partner completely disregard them or do they respect your boundaries? Does your partner do the bare minimum, or are they actively trying to make you feel safe, comfortable, and happy in the relationship? A good question to ask is Is your partner kind to you? Are they nice to you? Right? This is a really important thing because I've also been in the situation where. I was on this, I was in this thought process in this journey where I was just like, okay, I need to start loving myself again. I need to do this. Like, I feel so not confident. I feel so this. And I took complete responsibility for all the insecurities that I was having when, you know, the relationship that I was in at the time should have ended realistically because it was creating this negative negative space that was hurting me emotionally and making it extremely difficult to ever have that trust and to heal those insecurities and that insecure attachment in that relationship the reason why it's so sticky is because it's like you can only heal so much and your partner is responsible for like a 10 to 20 percentage of that trust comfort and safety for yourself right if you're single you're responsible for the 100% because you're not there being reliant or having to trust on another person in an intimate way but when you are that person has to take that responsibility that hey like okay I need to I need to do something in this situation to help my partner to heal which we'll talk about but if they are doing nothing and or, Creating more insecurities for you, this is how you know that that relationship will not help you heal and it will probably make you feel more insecure, less confident, and completely lack all self love because you're disrespecting yourself by being with them. A good example of a partner that's actually creating more insecurity for you would be a situation where you're telling your partner, like, hey, I don't feel comfortable with you going out to, let's say, the club every weekend and being in a group of strangers and they're all women and you're a bottle, you're around bottle service girls, something. (laughs) I don't know. I'm thinking of a hypothetical situation. And they tell you like, no, this is, this is my lifestyle. You have to trust me because I'm not doing anything, and this is just what I like to do. And then they go out to the club, and they're hanging out with these girls, and they're posting snap stories of this girl, Instagram stories of these girls, and then they're following all these girls on socials, and da, 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 da. this is not creating a healthy, safe relationship where you don't have to worry about the safety of your relationship, and you don't have to feel insecure in, okay? This is where somebody is you know, you have this little insecurity of like, hey, like there's other people around, like other women around. And rather than your partner making you feel comfortable and safe and saying, okay, like I'll not do that as much and or do you want to come with me? And or I won't go, whatever it might be. Or I'll keep you updated the whole night. Like I won't be around the girls. I'll just be hanging with my guys, whatever. Whatever works for you guys. If they're not making that intention to respect your boundary of saying you don't feel comfortable with something that's completely fair in my opinion by the way don't let your boyfriend say that that's not but if that is the case then this is a relationship that is accentuating your insecurities and making them a lot more present so the way that a relationship can accentuate your insecurities comes in so many ways all of a sudden, the insecurities that you have in the relationship, like I've mentioned, you lacking trust, you feeling jealous, you seeking attention, you arguing constantly or worrying, they start to manifest deeper into insecurities that are strictly just about yourself. If these insecurities keep going uncared for or unsolved or unhealed, then I don't know. It might just be me, actually. But <laughs> in my experience, the insecurities get worse. You start to feel this level of, oh, maybe I'm just not beautiful enough. Maybe I'm not lovable enough. Maybe I'm missing this characteristic. Maybe I need to look differently in this way. Or maybe I need to da 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 Like, maybe I need to change something about myself. And It can even manifest to the point where you don't feel confident to do anything in your life. It's not just a relationship thing anymore. It's not just I don't feel safe in my relationship. It's I don't have the confidence to pursue this career path. I don't feel like I have the skills to do this. I don't think that I'm able to go out and, you know, do this task anymore because you completely have destroyed this sense of confidence in yourself And this sense of self esteem. So, the downside of insecurities is that if they do go unhealed, if they do kind of sit there and aren't dealt with in the right way, then you can easily spiral into deeper insecurity and deeper lack of self confidence. This is sounding really morbid, but trust me, it's going to get better because now we're going to talk about how to overcome these insecurities. And just like any other situation where I'm giving you advice on things that have to do with healing parts of yourself, I need you to be very aware of the fact that this is a slow process and this is not something that's going to be healed overnight. It's something that needs to be really worked on and given the right amount of attention because, like I said earlier, you can have moments where it's a gut instinct to react based on your attachment style instead of trying to change the way that you approach things. So, it is important to be very reflective and consider how you can be contributing to your own suffering, like I said. In the situation that you are with a partner that has not broken your trust and or you guys have healed that broken trust, okay, and you have made a commitment that you think that you want to move forward with the relationship even if they've broken your trust in the past, whatever degree it might be to, and you want to make the commitment to keep going in your relationship and build a trust back. I personally think it's possible. Obviously in my own personal opinion there's levels to where I would break off the relationship if it was broken trust and then there's levels where I would feel like okay a mistake was made and we need to work on it to get back to a good place right but that's completely depending on what your own boundaries are in a relationship and what you're willing to you know continue a relationship with and what you're not able to. So in a case of broken trust, but you're on the path to healing and wanting to continue trust and get rid of these insecurities, heal these insecurities and whatnot. You need to think of how you have been contributing to your own suffering and break the cycle of your beliefs. One of the biggest things I learned in therapy when it came to my insecurities in a relationship was that I was continuing a cycle based on a belief in my mind and it was something that I would never be able to get out of until I broke that cycle. For example, a cycle could be that you don't trust your partner. You think that they're going to go and do something bad in your relationship. That They're going to cheat on you or break your trust in a really big way and then you're going to have to end the relationship. Your belief is that you need to leave the relationship before somebody does something bad to you, before you can really get hurt. This would be an example of avoidant attachment. You don't want to invest yourself too deeply. You have one foot in, one foot out, and that's how your insecurities show up in that relationship. So the cycle that you're in is that now you're continuously stepping out of the relationship, then you're coming back in and you're like, okay, I want to get connected again. And then you're leaving. You're coming back in and then you're leaving. So the cycle now goes round and round and round and round because you're thinking, I want to get close. I want to feel close with my partner. Oh, but no, they could hurt me. So now I need to back away, right? So that's a cycle that shows insecurities in a relationship, but also needs to be broken. Another example on the other end of the spectrum in an anxious attachment would be The same belief, right, just depending on your insecurity, the same belief is you don't trust your partner. You think that they're going to do something to hurt you. So you believe that they're doing something bad in your relationship, right? And now you're constantly checking for reassurance. You're constantly wanting to see like, okay, are they doing anything bad? So the way that you do that is you're asking questions. You're trying to see what's happening on their phone. So you're constantly craving this reassurance nonstop. you're in that cycle once you get a little bit of the reassurance you back away you're chilling you're good but then all of a sudden you need it again because you still have that belief the reassurance didn't cure the belief the only thing it did was pause it for a little bit but you're still in the same cycle over and over and over again so the first step is to reflect and consider what is your cycle that you're in What is your cycle that you're in that is creating these insecurities in your relationship and ultimately creating insecurities in yourself and causing you to act in a certain way in your relationship that's harming it? Then your next step would be to have complete, open, and honest communication with your partner. Like I said, this insecurity that you have in a relationship needs that 10 to 20% of your partner's effort. because. You can heal yourself and feel confident in yourself, but if your partner's not aware of it, if they're not open about it, if they're not hearing you out, if they're not adjusting their lifestyle in a small way to make you feel more comfortable, then you're gonna be left feeling like you're in it by yourself. And the only thing that's gonna do is create more insecurity. So having this open communication with your partner, you have to tell them how you feel without blame, without saying, you're making me feel this way, You also should tap into that logical side of your mind. Explain to them almost in a scientific way, maybe, of like, this is why my brain works in this way. I have experienced this trauma in my childhood. I've experienced this trauma in my past relationship or whatever it might be. And this is why I feel insecure. These are the insecurities that I have. This is how it shows up okay? And I don't want to do this. I don't want to feel this way anymore. And I don't want you to have to feel the burdens of my insecurities because you don't deserve it. You haven't done anything to make me feel this way. So let's figure out a way, a plan on how to heal and how to make this effort to heal together. It's also very important to learn how to meet each other's needs, okay? Because each person is going to have different needs And from what I've learned in my time of relationships, a lot of the times we're going to have an anxious partner and an avoidant partner based on their insecure attachment and their needs are going to be completely different. And both of their needs based on their attachment styles might make the other person uncomfortable. So that's why it's important to know, okay, what does this person need right now and can I give it to them? This is really based and related to the like important pillars of a relationship. Are you able to do it? Be really honest with yourself and have your partner be really honest with you. Because healing an attachment style is not an easy thing. Healing these insecurities that we've had potentially since our childhood is really not easy. So if you want to make the effort to do so... There needs to be clear and open conversation about what do you actually need out of a relationship and what does your, your other person need out of a relationship and how can you both do that or how can you both compromise, right? Another important thing is trying to be as present as possible in your relationship because insecurities and feeling really unsure about yourself and your relationship can really pull you out of the present and sometimes while working on healing different things you can get sucked into this trap of like okay I need to be perfect I need to do this I need to do that I can't upset my partner I can't do this and then it completely sucks you out of the present moment and the beauty of a relationship is the joy and the happiness and the fun times and the love that you share so when you're constantly worried about what you need to heal and what you need to make sure you're not doing you are not feeling that joy of the present moment being in a relationship so it's like you healing your attachment style doesn't need to be your identity it doesn't need to be your relationship's identity either it's just a part it's a part of it that you're working together on that you're taking responsibility for as well and that you're wanting to improve for the overall state of your relationship and for the overall state of yourself. I've seen patterns all the time where people have gone from a relationship to relationship with the same insecure attachment style and then they keep doing the same thing. Sometimes it's like it's not even your partner at the time it's whoever it is, right? It's whoever ha- might have the same attachment style and like I said, anxious normally end with avoidant. So, you can meet one person and they're avoidant. You'll meet another person, they're also avoidant. You'll meet another person, they're also avoidant. If you don't find a way to work with one of your one of these people and like heal or start to heal this part of yourself, then you're always going to go through the same cycle because you still have the same belief. Lastly, create space for yourself. It can be really easy when you're in this insecure state of mind in a relationship to constantly have your mind pinpointed on your relationship and pinpointed on everything about it. And Almost like have it engulf your life, and like you're feeling like that's the only thing that matters, but it's not okay. There's so much more of life that's just as important as a relationship may be. So, keep a balanced mindset of how much of my time and my mind should I devote to my relationship, and how much of it should I devote to myself and all the other things in my life. So, make sure you're attempting at least to have that balance in yourself. And creating that space for yourself and focusing on self love. Focus on what makes you feel loved and then give that to yourself as well. Through the process of trying to heal this insecurity that you have, you're also showing yourself that you love yourself. So I hope you guys know that. The simple fact that you might be listening to this because you're trying to heal an insecurity of yours shows that you love yourself. So keep honoring those moments, keep honoring the fact that, hey, I'm doing something for me so I can feel better, so I can move past this, and that is the epitome of self-love. You're looking out for yourself, you want the best for yourself, and that's how you would treat somebody you love. So you're treating yourself that way too. Okay, that's all I have for today. There's a lot more, and this was kind of really surface level in terms of insecurities in relationships. So... If you guys have more like specific questions or want me to talk a little bit more in depth about other things that I didn't touch on, like insecurities, not in a relationship, then let me know. DM me. I'm always checking DMs or comments on my Instagram for any topics and things that you want me to talk about in the podcast. So that's also a really good reason to go and follow. We are almost, kind of almost done this season. So, don't forget to go back to some episodes if you've missed any. Don't forget to rate the podcast. And that is it. Okay. I love you guys and I will talk to you next week. Bye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen